You said your mom didn't realize you were a star until it was like on Sunset Boulevard. Nah, that was like, not that she didn't realize I was a star, but um, the MVP shit. Yeah, MVP. What was the line? You said, uh, I forget the line, but more or less like you were, she didn't realize that you. uh, I know the line, real well. She she was upset till she saw the crowd scream my name out on Sunset. Yeah. Yeah. Dropped out of school, but she was upset until right. she saw the crowd scream my name on on Sunset. Yeah. She got to watch her son light up the whole spot. Right there in that moment, it's like she understood my whole plot. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there was... Shout out to Jeff Weiss, super great writer. Mm. Um, he was like, yo, this was 20, December of 2014. He was like, yo, I got this like showcase I'm putting on for Passion of the Weiss. He's been a supporter for Mad wow. Long. Yeah. Super dope. And he was like, yo, do you want to come out and just like do a set? I was like, yeah. So we go out there, I bring my mom. And this is like my first time ever doing anything in LA as far as a show or anything like that. Uh, and she had never seen me perform before. Mm. And this is at the Echoplex, right? So it's 350 people. And I'm doing my shit. And she was like, oh my God, I never like... I mean, this is the first time my mom's ever seen me perform. Like before that, it was like a thing I was doing in the house. I'm going to Boogie's, you know, I'm going to record. Like, it was that. You know what I'm saying? She mm. didn't really know how real it was. Okay. But I do that. And, you know, it was just kind of like, oh, I didn't know that was you on stage <laughs> right. like that. And a crazy thing, when I went back to L.A. last year on the uh, What They Want tour for my mm. first American tour ever, I did that same venue. You know oh, what I'm wow. saying? And sold it out both nights. So, or uh, sold it out twice in the same night. So it was like, a, you know, the way the universe works when you trust it, is it happens the way it's supposed to, and there's no accidents. You know what I'm saying? There's no, there's no nothing. You know what I mean? Say, I heard you say before, like you always advise people they gotta trust their gut. With, yeah, with yeah, yeah. But then the hardest thing also still is patience. So like you've been one of the most yeah. persistent people, but yeah. this was such a long journey for you. How were yeah. you? How did you maintain your patience? Uh, you know how you maintain your patience when you're going after something? You maintain it by you're trying to go after this, and you keep thinking that this is going to be enough, whatever you're doing, and then it's not enough, and you're like, fuck. You get discouraged, and then you do it again, and it's not enough, and you get discouraged, and you do it again and again and again and again, and it keeps not happening. And then you kind of like realize, all right, it's not happening because it's not supposed to be happening right now. Mm. But that also comes from the reading that I've done. I read uh, you know, Magic Ladders to Success, Napoleon Hill, Seven Spiritual Laws of Success, Deepak Chopra, The Alchemist, Paulo Coelho, The Secret. You feel me? So Four books. Four books. Russ's book Yeah, list. those are the Bibles right there. <laughs> I read Four Agreements later on, but those are the Bibles. But when you understand that, you kind of trust the process, and, and you just... And you're doing it out of pure intention. Everything is intention, bro. It's all intention. Like, I was never doing it to do anything other than make the best shit I could ever make in my life. That's it to me, because I wanted to prove it to myself, you feel me? Like, that's it. I literally just wanted to prove to myself, but that's how you maintain patience. You maintain patience by understanding that, you know, things don't always happen when you want to, but you got to trust that there's a fucking bigger shit stronger than you that's making shit happen when it's supposed to happen, you feel me? So, yeah. Do you think you're making the best music now? Of course. (laughs) But I think I'm making my best music tomorrow. Mm. You feel me? Like, right now, tonight, I'm going to make my best song ever. But mm. tomorrow night, it's going to shit on that. Mm. That's how I feel, though. You know what I'm saying? And that's the energy that I move with, which is, you know, going back to that point of just, like, it's a never-ending, insatiable thirst to quench. Mm. And it's funny, before this whole shit popped off, my dad had a... Me and my dad had a conversation where he was like, you know, you're going to have to learn how to be 
content. This is when I'm like 15. Mm. He's like, you're just going to have to learn how to be content. He was like, because you're going to be the person who gets 38 Grammys and is so pissed that they don't have 39. <laughs> and I was like, I mean, yeah, but I just, you know, I'm 25. I'm learning the balance. I don't know how to balance the, I have 38 and I want 39, but if I feel good about having 38, it doesn't mean that I can't get 39. Mm. I feel like once you spend too much time being like, man, this shit is lit, this is everything's great right now, you kind of just like kick your feet up and you're like, eh, 39 can wait. Right. That's why you've been able to handle success because you look at this has been your most successful year ever career wise, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And obviously, there's a part of you like, as good as this is, this is just the beginning, right? Yeah. Is that the thing that maintains you dealing I, with this fame and success yeah. well? Well, I think, yeah, 100%, because I think what it is is, regardless of any of this shit happening, I don't give a fuck. I'm trying to fucking make the best song ever tonight at all times. You feel me? Like, that's what keeps me going. And once again, it's like an unhealthy thing a little bit because it's like this level of like, grasping for straws where you're never gonna fucking mm. get it so it's unhealthy but at the same time it's like if i was doing it for the jewelry if i was doing it to do this to have 700 people watch me speak if i was doing it for the sold out shows if i was doing it for the platinum plaques and all this shit then i would have stopped by now mm. it's clear that i'm not doing it for that yeah i have jewelry because i like jewelry just like i like tattoos it's a fucking accessory right. you feel me but it's like if i was doing it for like Man, once I sell out this show, I'm done. Once I get a platinum plaque, I'm done. It's clearly like, I'm clearly not doing it for that. Otherwise, I would have stopped. So I'm doing it simply to like, I'm not playing against, I'm not playing against y'all. I'm playing against the idea of me not beating myself. Yeah. You feel me? That's really what I'm playing against. And I can never, it's fucked because I can never beat myself and I can never lose to myself. So there's this like, <laughs> fucked like... It's a draw every time. Yeah. But you're a really you know prolific artist. Is there like a song that you really do like a lot? Like, uh, of your... myself? Yeah. I think all my songs are amazing. <laughs> <laughs> you don't have a favorite? Do I have a favorite? Yeah, like... You'd have to break it into categories, like... Because I feel like I make a lot of different vibes, like... Mm. My favorite fucking... You know, my favorite bars track is this, my favorite... You know what I mean? You'd have to break it down. Right. You know what I'm saying? So, I don't know. So, like, where you at today, then? Like, is... <laughs> my favorite, uh... My favorite what? My favorite overall song? Oh, man, I'm sitting on crazy shit, though. <laughs> oh, man. I was going to say, what's the vision for the next album? Is it outside producers getting involved? or I have four albums done. Wow. Not, not song-wise, but I have four albums. Like, I have the whole narrative done, mm. which is really the, the meat of this shit. That's really the like, important thing is, what the fuck are you talking about? A lot of people have no, like, they have no, uh, what's it called? There's no rhyme or reason and no narrative and no story as to why this is coming here and this is why it's coming here. Like, people are going to, like, time will be the ultimate test of why I did what I did and why I said what I said. You know, it's a shame that some people got to wait for way later on to figure out why this was happening. But that's why I fuck with the fans, because they know what the fuck is going on right fucking now. You know what I'm saying? So you talking about knowing the names of your next four albums? No, no, no. Yeah, no, I know the names of my next, but it's also, it's deeper than the names. I know the story I'm trying to tell mm. on the next four. No, it might change. I'm a super impulsive, like, tomorrow I could be like, yo, fuck everything I just said. <laughs> That's the other thing, too. Society holds people too accountable for, like, what you said right now. Like, yeah, but that's not what you said yesterday. It's like, I know. <laughs> but, like, today is today. Right. I got to never change. Like, you're not allowed to change your mind in the world of social media. Right. Ever. 
ever. It's on the record. Like, whatever you say when you were 13, they're gonna find if a you tweet, don't feel like yeah. that at 25, we're coming for your neck. <laughs> it's like, really? What were you saying at 13? Right. You know what I'm saying? So I might change my mind, but that's how I feel right now. And I always speak passionately and confidently in what the fuck I'm doing right now. So... Now, so we talk about songs. Why is it like I, I went to your show, you come out to the hit? Yeah. Like most people wait until the show is over. That's because they, they only have one. <laughs> <laughs> well, why that decision? What they want? So you go to a Russ show, Russ comes out of nowhere, and we're right into what they want. Absolutely. Set the tone. Platinum. Mm. <laughs> You're nah, still really getting like a 20 why? song set list, right? 30 yeah. song set list. Like yeah, a... it used to be like 32. We trimmed it down to like 25, 26. <laughs> that's it, Russ. Yeah. Nah, but I mean, you know, that's the benefit of having real fans all jokes aside. I just be talking mad shit. People are so like sensitive and insecure. Like, oh my God, he just likes himself too much. <laughs> like, relax, right. you don't like yourself enough. Fuck and off. you have no openers neither. Huh? <laughs> no openers. No... Yeah, nah, because you didn't bring any tickets. Mm. So why do you get to eat off of my fan base? Why will no fake shit prosper over you? Because it's impossible. <laughs> you know, seriously, right? No fake shit against me shall prosper, right? The, the mindset against that shit is that this shit that I'm doing, right? The reason why I'm sitting here, this whole, this whole fruition of this fucking life, this is fucking now 10, 11 years in the making, right? So this is 11 years of positivity in 11 years of me trying to do this thing to come to this point. So your little two-week-old hate and negativity cannot prosper against this 11-year fucking positive train. It can't work. You feel me? You're late. You know what I'm saying? Even if you have eight years of negativity against me, I'm still ahead. No one is ahead of me. Right. When it comes to your hate, you're late to the party. You feel me? It's almost like it's almost like this train of crazy positivity is moving so fast that if you try and throw a little nickel onto the tracks of your little two-week-old hate, I just heard Russ and I hate him. I don't even feel like, what are you talking about? You think that's going to stop something? You better come through with your own train. Right. You feel me? Because ain't shit stopping this shit. Period. Wait, before we go, though, you did drop like a before whole... Before we go. But how... <laughs> <laughs> huh? That was like, how long have we been talking? It's like 10 minutes. Can we get some drinks? Russ is comfortable. Can we get some drinks? <laughs> it was like 10 minutes. Now, I'm saying, I heard, so you basically gave us four Scott Storch collaborations. Yeah. Like a goddamn Scott Storch EP. Right. But I was talking to our guy, Mr. We Working, Mr. Seal, but he said you got a fifth one yeah, that y'all are sitting on. I do. Now, why, why are we not getting that one yet? Uh, it might fit the narrative of the next album. Mm. Give us a sneak peek. You're impulsive, so... Get, you're impulsive, so how much can I get out of you that you'll regret? Yeah. <laughs> You're impulsive, so when this comes out on title on Thursday, you should yeah, drop yeah. the record that day. Yeah, yeah, really yeah. <laughs> but where we for the new pro like where are you at mindset wise? Uh, it's just a reflection of where I'm at in in my life and my career, which is like you're on now. You know what I'm saying? There's no more this like, man, I'm trying to get on, I'm trying to get on. Even mm. though that hunger will never leave because I'm always just trying to get on to the next level of my own potential and shit, but, um, you know. <laughs> I like that guy. This guy's old. But it's like, it's that, you know, it's that new phase where it's like, bro, I mean, life is lit, shows are selling out, plaques, all this shit, like, 
music is great, everything is lit. So like, this is just my audio diary. It's always been that. You feel me? It's always been just like, this is what's happening right now. And, and, I, and I hope that every fan knows that this is what you're going to get from me. You're going to get how I fucking feel about this shit right now and how I fucking feel about getting to this point. Because a lot of people, right, they want to focus on like, yeah, but you're popping and I can't relate to that. You got half a million in jewelry. I can't relate to that. It's like, yeah, that's because you're looking at the finish line. You need to look at the you need to look at the point from A to B. You don't need to look at B to get the inspiration. Mm. You need to look at like really how I got from A to B. Mm. You know what I'm saying? That's why I have the problem with that dumbass industry plan shit because you're trying to come at the integrity of a whole fucking come up. You feel me? Mm. Keep it on the I don't like you because you're mad about some other weirdo insecure shit. But like for you to ignorantly come at something that's so well documented, it's crazy. I was going to say, you still share that. Like if you go to your feed... You'll be obviously dealing with what you're dealing with currently, but you'll yeah. go back and put something up yeah. from years ago. I mean, motherfuckers who are like, man, Russ is so cocky. Russ, my, I think my first tweet ever, first of all, my first account ever on Twitter was at I Make Classics. <laughs> first account ever, before I even had a song out, you wow. feel me? And like my first tweet or second tweet or whatever was, it's a million dollars a beat now. You know, it's like, <laughs> I was a fucking, you know what I'm saying? Like, right. that's a fucking crazy. 18, 17, 18 year old kid who's just like, the world fucking better wake the fuck up. Like, you're frustrated, bro. Mm. Like, you gotta have context with everything. Back then, I didn't have the, I didn't have the, the wisdom of knowing that I needed to be patient. Mm. Back then, it was the not patient Russ, the fuck y'all, y'all owe me Russ. Mm. You know what I'm saying? But that's why, like, to me, that whole... The determination. Yeah, right. showing the, like, yo, by any fucking means necessary. That's why I was hitting up, blah. I'm sure I hit y'all up, like, yeah. yep. That was Elliot's fault. I promise. <laughs> <laughs> nah, but, like, honestly, you know what I'm saying? But that's why I hit up everyone, because it was, right. like, by any means necessary, who knows if that's how I'm going to get on. Maybe if they post me, I'll get on. Maybe if they, like, it was that fucking desperation that created all these newfound ways to get on. So you know how, how do artists make an impression? Because, like, I was going, I went to a revolt conference. I feel like a lot of times my takeaway sometimes happens now with artists is that mm-hmm. they'll meet you for the first time, and it's like, they're so anxious to get your email or your contact, yeah. and it's like, you're not making a real connection. Like, you, like it, to me, yeah, it's, it's, not, you know it's not hard to contact people, so it's yeah. like, why, why don't you find a way to say something clever or do something to make a real nah, connection? See, the problem is... Is that it's not about that. It's not about them trying to connect with you or them trying to be like, yo, what's your email? Or them saying, yo, like, something clever to, to catch your attention. What it is, is making it so that y'all go to them. That's what it is. It takes time. And if you're not really about it, then you're not really about it. You know what I'm saying? And the fat gets trimmed. And the cream rises to the top. You know what I'm saying? But really what you need to do is bust your ass in the corner of your world. Like, after fucking... I dropped my first mixtape in 2011, and after fucking 11 mixtapes and still sitting at 1,000 followers, I was like, all right, I need to switch something up. Mm. And that's when I was like, you know what? Fuck all these blogs. Fuck all these people. I'm going to take matters into my own hand. I'm not waiting for y'all to put me on. I'm going to drop a song every week because I feel that confidently about my shit, and I feel like I have high quality and high quantity. I'm going to drop a song every week, and I'm not going to stop until I blow up. And that's how you take the reins into your own hands. And that's when the whole industry came to me. But that's what I'm yeah. talking about when, it, when you talk about industry plans. Industry plan is... Like you, he don't like because, the industry plan shit. Bro, because it's like, since all my fans know since 2015, 2016, I've been mentioning how whack that shit is. So for that to get cast on me, me and all my homies are like, yo, this is, 
crazy. Mm. Like, you know when they do those interviews, like, what's the craziest rumor you've ever heard about yourself? It's like, it's, it's just literally fucking retarded, bro. It's crazy because it's so documented. It's so documented. I had to go straight to the people. And then the industry came around. Mm. It wasn't like you saw me all over the blogs and I was on radio and you saw me in pictures. With what, like, I was dropping 300 songs before I got on. You were saying, yeah. too, that you loved, the, you loved the Netflix model of business because they kind of give you the mm-hmm. whole season at once in content. Right. And it seems like the audience today, like, you give them a great song, like, with the Scott Storch, they love that you gave them a great song every day. Like, they're right. insatiable. How do you deal with the public's thirst, that the appetite, they're always looking for the next thing and another one from Well, us. you can look at it two ways. You could look at it like, damn, I'm never going to be able to quench their thirst, right? Mm-hmm. Or you could look at it kind of like, I'm never going to be able to quench their thirst, which means they're always going to come back because they're thirsty. Mm. <laughs> you feel me? Said, I'm never leaving. <laughs> it's a fucking... Because they know it's coming so much, you could have the glass half empty thing of like, damn, they're never satisfied. Mm. Or you could have the glass half full like, they're never satisfied. Mm. Which means I always got room to drop shit. Mm. I gotta stop calling this guy, man, for some <laughs> spiritual advisement or something. No, I'm telling you, it's just how who you, do you look trust at for, who do you trust? Who do you get? Is there anybody outside your circle that you get advice? I think you had some song where you said something about an OG. Yeah, I was. Uh, I had a super fortunate like link up with um, with uh, Wiz. Wiz Khalifa. Yeah, Khalifa. which was super cool. Like it was just we were at the same festival in Vancouver, um, and he just like he said something that just stuck with me, which is. Uh, embrace it. You know what I'm saying? Just embrace it. Embrace it all. So that was super dope. And yeah, outside of my circle, like Boogies, his older brother Amar, like that's like that's the board of advisors. Like we do everything. Like you know what I'm saying? We make every decision together and mental and shit. Um, well, with embrace it, he means like the good and the bad. Yeah, guess, just right? like embrace it, bro. Embrace the position. Embrace where you're at. Embrace the phase. You feel me? Uh, another one, bro. I had a crazy when that T-shirt was going crazy. Mm. I was in Malibu, like, on this, in this crazy hotel, like, the ocean is right there type of shit, right? Mm-hmm. And I'm there to link up with Scott Storch, and the t-shirt is going crazy, because it's right after Day and Night Festival, which is September 10th, when I perform. So I'm sitting in this hotel, and it's going crazy, and I'm like, I didn't experience, like, my shit had gone, like, big before. I mean, shit is platinum, whatever, whatever. Mm-hmm. But you hadn't gone to that level where the underworld of Twitter mm-hmm. starts to, you know what I'm saying? Like, those weirdos who think, like... <laughs> Y'all know the underworld of Twitter, right? No. You don't know the underworld of Twitter? No. Oh, the underworld of Twitter has a, um, has a Mount Rushmore. <laughs> it has a Mount, let me tell you, no, it doesn't even have a Mount Rushmore. The underworld of Twitter thinks J. Cole is corny, thinks Drake is garbage, and thinks Kendrick is overrated. Mm. That's what the underworld of Twitter thinks. Right. And it's like, it's like weird. I don't know what game y'all are watching. Right. I didn't know that, like, rooting for tier seven artists was a thing, but okay. <laughs> tier seven. Good luck. So there's four theories? There's the, that oh, yeah. No, the, under, the underworld Twitter is that they think J. Cole is corny, Kendrick is overrated, and Drake is garbage, which is crazy fucking outlandish. Right. All that literally sounds like is LeBron sucks, Steph Curry can't shoot, Kim Durant fucking sucks. Fuck it. It's like, you sure? <laughs> you sure you want to, like, you sure? Because who do you fuck with? Right. Who do you fuck with, like Kirk Heinrich? <laughs> nah, but I was in Malibu and I'm sitting there, I'm like dealing with all this crazy, like, <laughs> I'm dealing with. Yeah, replies are on fire. Crazy. Yeah. And like John Mayer just texted me, like, and we have this crazy conversation of just like, bro, I'm talking like mind blowing, like, 
paragraphs versus paragraphs, like crazy conversation. And I pull up to Scott Storch's house while we're having this conversation. And that's when I made Prosper, but, mm. and that's when I made Think Twice. But that's why I said like, I started looking at my life and I'm like, it's hard to hear the hate over these waves crashing because I'm sitting there looking at the waves. It's like, right. I think your time is up. I think your waves crashing. <laughs> the other thing is, the other thing that's crazy about that Think Twice song, um, like I said, to reiterate the Joe Budden shit, I fucked with Joe Budden. He crossed the line because he brought my family into it. Mm. And he didn't even bring my family into it on some truthful shit. You brought, you brought a rumor against my fucking dad onto some shit. Like, you don't know how being a rapper goes as far as like people saying take it back shit. to, isn't he just reflecting the undercurrent of Twitter that those are the type yeah, of rumors? Trying no, to add that rumor now, to... Now, if he was a journalist, a true journalist and whatever, I would give him that pass. But you were, you were this only four months ago. You should know better. Right. You feel me? And you're a grown-ass man. You know not to bring people's family into it. You cross the line. You're a grown-ass man. So, like, you could have just kept it on some, like, playful, like, music shit. Like, you crossed the line, bro. You brought in a fake-ass rumor about my fucking family into it. Like, you got my dad's name in your fucking mouth. You're tripping, you're bugging, and you know it. Period. Mm. Period. That's what it is. Right. And that whole song, I only gave him two bars. You know what I'm right. saying? That was light work. You it seems me? like you draw inspiration from a lot of different f- sources. Like, I remember when we had our first conversation, we talked about Kiki. You was about Kiara. <laughs> and then you yeah. talked about the other chick with the... The thug life of How the ladies treat them now? <laughs> Russ the rap but, star? But I listen to Wife Thug. It seems like the... Wife like You the, Up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, is that from a particular lady in... Wife You Up. So the, the, the first verse was about the chick from Losing Control. Okay. Because I was like... I was sitting there. I was like, man. It's fucked how like... <laughs> no, 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 no. One more no, time. No, no, one lose, more time. No, hold, hold. no, Losing Control. Losing Control was a chick that was good. Mm. Goodbye was a chick that was fucked up. Yeah. Nah, but losing control, she was the good one. I was the one that was like playing because I was too immature emotionally. I was 17. You know what I'm saying? People are immature emotionally and they're not ready to deal with, especially men. A lot of times women are much more progressive emotionally and everything. But um, yeah, no, it's a fact. But I was looking back like, damn. And that wasn't the first time that I looked back, but I was looking back like, yo, if there was a chick that was like really down for me type of shit. It was the first one because I was fucking, I was not shit. I was nothing. So that's why I said at the end of the first verse, like, looking back at shame, we were only a phase. Mm. But then the second verse was kind of like, it was a couple candidates. You feel me? (laughs) 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 But it was also kind of like what I envisioned. Mm. Kind of like what, like, my fucking uh, resume and requirements almost. It was half, like, resume requirements Mm. and half, like, these are girls that I actually know, though, too. You say you can't take chicks that ain't been overseas. I remember you said that in one of those bars. Wait, I got what? what I, forget the, I forget what song it was, but you said you can't date a girl that hasn't oh. been overseas. Act like you see some money before. I can't date a chick that's never left the country before. before. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> what? <laughs> you pig. What that really is, is though, is like, fuck the like traveling aspect of it, like right. the physical location. I can't date a local-minded chick. Mm. Where it's like, you think that the world operates around your zip code. <laughs> That's what that really means. That right. was just me saying it in a way, like a rap line, like the rhyme and shit. But I can't date a chick that thinks that like life revolves around 9123. You know what I'm saying? Like, no, the fuck it doesn't. Right. Feel me? Like, wake up. Do you feel like you have to date somebody successful? Like, would you yeah, date a successful point, actress? at this point. Okay. Or I meet someone like in fucking 
some country who has no idea who the fuck I am. Mm. They don't give a fuck about rap, but like, yeah. that's, I always talk about how the window of opportunity, I don't know, I mean, it could be a lie that I'm telling to myself, right? Because it could just be me being scared of like commitment, whatever the fuck it is. But it's like, I know there's like girl fans who are like, I'm telling you I'm the one. You keep playing with me. <laughs> nah, but it's like, you know, you realize that this is such an irregular life. It's an irregular life. So to try and get a quote-unquote chick who's doing regular day-to-day shit mm-hmm. to understand everything that goes into this irregular life, bro, it's like, it's speed bump after speed bump after mm-hmm. speed bump. Why you gotta be out? Why you gotta, what is this? What? Why you in Guam? Yeah, it's like, <laughs> who you have to, end, why do you think that most celebrities, they celebrities, it's not because they're like, fuck regular. Mm-hmm. It's because they're the only ones who get it. Mm. And, and a relationship is about <laughs> you ain't fuck with the real one <laughs> you ain't fuck with no one from the Bronx feel me you ain't fuck with the Dominican from the Bronx yeah you feel me <laughs> I saw a fan she had a tattoo of your face on her yeah. body that's beautiful that's crazy you with can't fall beautiful. off now huh I said you can't fall off now when Impossible. someone puts a tattoo I fall off she falls off <laughs> Nah, but the window closed. You feel me? It's right. like you really haven't had your feelings hurt by a young lady since the success kicked in this year, right? Oh yeah, now nah, I have. This year? Sure. Oh, this year? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Now nah, I have. When did Used to You dropped? When did Used to You drop? Used to You dropped this year, right? Yeah. Since the album came out, I guess. Oh, Not since the album came out? Nah, you can't get close to me now. <laughs> nah, I'm kidding. Nah, I haven't. Just cause, like, you know, it's. You gotta. You, what's fucked you up? Concerned though, knowing like you said with your regular you life. Yourself, bro. Yeah, I was gonna say you yeah. knowing that you now have this more regular life. Here's the crazy thing, right? I'm so glad, like, cause it like triggered a thought in my head. Here's the fuck thing about like fame or whatever the fuck you want to call this shit, right? This is. I need you to be quiet, just for like. You feel me? I want you to soak it up. Yeah, like just be quiet. Like I, I like I love the energy, but like real shit is being said and had. You feel me? But I fuck with it. You're the man. I met him in the elevator with this girl. <laughs> yeah. Okay, but like, yeah, chill. <laughs> chill. But uh, the fuck thing about, about society and how they view the celebrity shit, right? It's like, damn, you changed. You switched up. You're not the same anymore. It's like, nah. What ends up happening, right, is people change how they treat you. Mm. Like, I'm walking around regular day life, like, doing my shit. And now people want to, like, yo, oh, my God, it's crazy. <laughs> and it's like, that's fire. I fuck with that. But don't act like I'm acting different. Mm. I'm still just, like, I'm chilling. Y'all are acting different, right? So I would have to be a fucking naive idiot to not adjust to how society is treating me. If y'all want to treat me like I'm a fucking unicorn and, oh, my God, I just caught a sighting of Bigfoot. <laughs> That's how they treat you. It's like, I would be a fool to just think that, well, I should just act the same. Right. That's why when I kick it with girls or whatever, yeah, you got to sign an NDA. Why? Because you, absolutely. Who said why? <laughs> Who said why? I'll tell Where's you. Who has the pen? <laughs> NDA. No, nah, I'll tell you why. Because, nah, no. because unfortunately, I be trying to be regular. Like, you be kicking it, whatever. You're regular doing you. And then all of a sudden, like, tomorrow, you're just like, all over social media is like, person is doing too much. And it's like, oh, so I didn't change up. Y'all switched up. Mm. I didn't switch up. I'm me. 
I be chilling, I be kicking it, whatever. I'm still with my homies from when I was fucking 12. Still take my mom everywhere. I'm regular. Y'all switch up. Y'all feel like you're in the presence of someone who you need to sneak pictures under the legs. And just, you know what I'm saying? I didn't, I didn't tell y'all to start acting like that. You know what I'm saying? So I would be an idiot to not also make necessary, safe, protective adjustments to deal with the new change that society's bringing on to me. That's just retarded if I don't with do it. With them NDAs. Yeah, it's like, I mean, <laughs> I mean but that's, that's not on me. Right. My folks like, yo, why I got to sign the NDA? Like, who do you think you are? Who do you think I am? That's the real question. Mm. Not who do I think I am. I'm going off of who you think I am. Mm. I got to now respond and reciprocate your energy of who you think I am. You think I'm this shit worth photographing and worth fucking putting on social media as a trophy. So now I need to fucking really take a step back and be like, fuck who I think I am. I got to operate off of who they think I am. Mm. Otherwise, I'm going to get fucked. You feel me? That's when you get caught sleeping in a fucking hotel with, you know, whatever chick in Mexico type. Of, it's like because motherfuckers are looking at you like a trophy. They're like, man, I conquered the Great Wall of Rust. You know what I'm saying? It's like, are there times crazy. when you have like a hobby or some shit you have to unplug from this shit? Like, what? Basketball. What's your getaway? My jumper is me. Mm. My jumper is me. Anyone who plays Bond here, my jumper is better than yours. <laughs> Can, he, can yeah. he really play, guys? Can he really play? Get a little Come on, ask game? him. You feel me? It's a Nigerian Olympic basketball member right here, Amar, right here. You feel me? <laughs> We're co-signed by real talent. <laughs> yeah, nah, I'd be playing ball. But, like, honestly, my hobby turned into my life. My hobby was always just making music. So that's what I would, you know, advise to anyone is kind of like, man, I don't know my passion. You feel me? Everyone just says, oh, follow your passion. Well, what the fuck is that? People are like, I don't know what my passion is. I'm not good at anything. That's everyone's response. I don't have a talent. I have no talent. It's like, yeah, you do. You feel me? Like, what you love is your talent. Being able to just fall in love with something, that means that that's your shit. And, yo, trust me. In the world of the internet, in the fucking uh, just way to connect with worldwide people everywhere, if you fuck with it, you could turn it into some money. You don't have to worry about, man, there's no money in this. There's no jobs in this field. Like, if you fuck with it, you fuck with it. You can flip it. Dope. You ready? For what? I think we should get the fans like three questions I'm trying, before we get okay. out of here. Yeah. No, I want to see if I want to say some more shit before. Go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> Pregnant it's Russ's show. <laughs> Russ. I just have some shit to say. And it doesn't really matter how the fuck people take it. Not y'all. Because that's the thing, right? This whole world, this whole, this whole life when you're going after your shit is uh, love versus doubt. That's it. There's either people in your ring who are like, it's you versus doubt. You know what I'm saying? It's the love versus the doubt. And every time a song sells and every time a ticket gets sold and every time I do shit like this, y'all are knocking the fuck out of haters. You feel me? Every fucking time. Every fucking time. So the ones who don't get it, don't get it. And they feel offended because they didn't like me anyway. But you got to really look at this fucking industry, right? You got to really look at why... Why are we fucking championing shit that doesn't even actually pierce through like that? Mm. It's just at an entertainment level. You know what I'm saying? Because people keep asking me, Lil Pump, Lil Pump, Lil Pump. And it's like, why are you asking me about a 16-year-old kid who's just trying to get it? You feel me? Mm. Like, it's a 16-year-old kid. You know what I'm saying? He's right. getting it. And it's kudos to him. You feel me? He's getting it. Once again, y'all going to clip interviews, clip clips, whatever. <laughs> Hopefully y'all don't with your little, nah. like, yeah. 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 Motherfuckers clip, whatever, but Lil Pump is 16, he's getting it. That's fucking crazy, bro. That's lit. But at the same time, like, his fan base should be ashamed. 
And I'll tell you why. Why y'all let someone with 4 million followers only sell 45,000 in the first week? Where's y'all support at? Mm. You feel me? Y'all want to be in your little underworld of Twitter saying that he's the great, he's, he's saving, you know, all this like joking shit, whatever. But y'all don't really support him like that. And you see it every year, bro. And it's like, it's, it's really like, I'm trying to, I'm not even shit on Lil Pump. Like, I'm, on, I'm almost on his side as far as just trying to get it. Maybe not the content shit like that, but like, damn, bro. Like, I feel for you where you, you're probably looking at like, I got 4 million followers in. 45,000 people bought my shit in the first week. Mm. What type of engagement percentage rate is that? You know what I'm saying? Just for like, just for comparison, fuck that it's me, right? Do a bird's eye view. This artist named Russ had 440,000 followers and did 49K in the first week. So how does someone with 4 million do 45? Mm. You got to look at why people are following people for what they're following them for. Mm. You know what I'm saying? And it's a shame. Because you get, a lot of, you get a lot of artists every year who think that motherfuckers are fucking with them for them and the music. And then you kind of come to find out, like, damn, when push comes to shove and numbers go up, y'all just fucking with me for, like, entertainment. Like, mm. my court gesture to you. And I feel for me, that's a 16-year-old kid, bro. You mm. know what I'm saying? So, shout to Lil Pump. Because he's 16 and getting it, but I feel bad for that fucking fan base. Because that type of fan base is fickle. Because right. those motherfuckers will go suck the dick of any artist who's got the line out the door of Supreme waiting for some hype beside shit. <laughs> Yeah, well, I knew I had to make music that was honest to me, and I knew I had to do, be myself. I, I just knew I had to make good music. You know what I'm saying? And you look at a lot of artists like him, and a lot of just, you know, a lot of artists, and it's not, it's not, uh, there's no longevity to it. And it's because the fans that you have are not lifelong fans. They're not that type of consumer. Mm. They're the type of consumer, I mean, it's funny, we did like a whole list of shit of like rappers who the underworld of Twitter big ups for six months, but you know what I'm saying? Like, mm. you were hot in May, but come July, fuck you. Mm. You know what I'm saying? And it's fucked up, you know what I'm saying? Like, I kicked it with designer, you know what I'm saying? Designer's a really cool guy, but look how, like, come on, you feel me? Mm. Where's... Right. Because the fans are no longer with you like that. And that's, yeah, it's on you a little bit, but it's also like, it's like, damn, bro. It's because that consumer, mm. they're vultures, bro. They look at you as this quick fix and they fucking fly down on you, gnaw you down to the bone, and then jump over to the other shit. Mm. And it's fucked up. You know what I'm saying? It's fucked up. They do it with so many different rappers, and the rappers think that, man, I'm lit. This is going to last forever, whatever the fuck they think. But then all of a sudden, you know, you were hot in the summer and you're cold in the winter time, and it's like, damn. Yeah. I also go to your point. I see you saying a lot of interviews that that's why when people talk about mumble rap and those kind of things, like, yeah. you said it's gonna last, and you're encouraged that because the best rappers in the world still they actually can rap. There's yeah, like, I mean, when you look at who runs the game, regardless of this little weird underworld Twitter community of 16 year old white kids who say the M word when they get drunk, that's them. You feel me? That's their like weirdo. Yeah. Nah, like you're in high school, you're in college. You're white. You say the N-word when you get drunk with your friends. <laughs> and like, no, nah, but there's real life kids who right. think the culture of hip hop, it's a real fact, who think the culture is doing Xanax and Lee. Mm -hmm. They think that's what the culture is mm -hmm. because they see the media co-sign this content as this is what the culture is. And then you get a 15 year old saying like, that's the cool shit right now. Mm -hmm. We're kidding ourselves if we think that rap is not influencing people. 
Rap was influencing people before it was the biggest genre in the world. Mm. Now it's the biggest genre in the world. You don't think it's influencing people? Right. Come on. So you got to really understand, like, my focus on... Do you think why you, your fans come out that way because you still are such a student of the Dre 50? Yeah. And know, know these greats and, like, yeah. study the blueprint well, of well, hip-hop? Yeah, my fans are trained to last, right? My fans are trained to last simply because if you fuck with my shit, it's because you fuck with the music and you fuck with the idea of it lasting beyond the summertime. Like I said, what they want, losing control, are platinum now. It's crazy. You feel me? They came out 2015. You know what I'm saying? Nah, but they, but they came out 2015. Like I said, the album is gold, even though it did 49K the first week, but it goes gold in August. Mm. That's because it continues to sell. You know what I'm saying? So these rappers who have these big social media followings, like, you could say whatever you want to me. You know what I'm saying? You could do whatever you want to me, but I don't give a fuck about any of that. You make bad music and everyone knows it, which is why your fans don't actually support your music when you drop it. Right. Not to that, bro. You can't have, you can't be telling me that. You got fucking millions and millions of followers. And this is not even, like I said, it's not a diss to anyone getting it. I'm really super proud of anyone who decided to go after this shit and get it. Mm. But I'm just simply having basement conversations on camera because I don't give a fuck about the whole politically correct shit or whatever the fuck it is. You know what I'm saying? Mm. The reality is that that's what the fuck it is. There's no surprise. Ninth Wonder just said this shit on Twitter where someone was like, lyrical rap doesn't sell anymore. He was like, didn't J. Cole go platinum? Yep. Didn't Kendrick go platinum? Drake. Like, who's talking about who? How can you really say lyricism is lost in hip hop? Lyricism is the biggest shit in hip hop mm. right now, always has been, always will, because of the core of what the fuck hip hop is, mm. which is lyricism. There's always going to be a sideshow. There's always going to be a sideshow. There's always going to be the Jay Quans, the Ching, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> nah, but it's like, once again, it's not a dick. Like, you're right. doing your it shit. It is what it is. It just is what it is. There's always going to be a sideshow of what other people are doing, but. You're never gonna be the biggest, you feel me? There's no so chance. You said you also didn't see how hip hop's growing. I know you were bringing up Jamie's situation. Like, yeah. where hip hop can go, like him being in his 40s, making this type of music, like, we haven't seen that yet in hip hop. Yeah, I think we're in like a super exciting time because no one's seen what being an 80 year old legend in rap looks like. People have seen Mick Jagger, you know what I'm saying? And people have seen Bon Jovi and like Bruce Springsteen be like old, like, man, like these motherfuckers right. are still going though, but they're old. No one's seen that in rap yet. So I think Jay-Z is just fucking amazing. Bro. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, because you got to understand, right? That Jay-Z... That shit was crazy. Nah, but I watched... That shit, I mean, it was crazy because everything that he was saying was really dope. But, like, just what he's done with his career and just how he's managed to stay relevant for this long with just good music, bro. Like, 444 doesn't have a hit on it. It's just... But it's like, he's good. saying shit, though. Right. You know what I'm saying? And I think we're like, we're going to enter a new wave, right? Where you see a lot of people coming out, a lot of rappers coming out denouncing the, the Xanax and Lean and, and that whole movement because right now Xanax and Lean is like the crack of our generation. <laughs> no, it really is. It's right. like, it's the crack ep epidemic. Like back when I was 13, maybe when you wanted to try like being a bad kid and a rebel and trying to escape, you were going to smoke a cigarette. But right. now your first thing is like, let me get some Lean, let me get some pills. It's like, yo, that's a way worse introduction to this terrible-ass life you're about to embark on. Right. So I think you're, you know, you're seeing the kind of fall of it. You know what I mean? So it's, it's dope. It's, people who say rap is in a bad place, I don't, I don't agree with that. So. <laughs> Let's see what the fans think. What do you think, Elliot? 
Nah, but I appreciate. No, I just, I just definitely want to say, despite all the like, oh, you're cocky, you're too arrogant, you're this, whatever, whatever the fuck it is. People gotta understand, right? People are gonna call you that when you're the only one who believes in yourself. You know what I'm saying? If you're the only one who believes in yourself, they're gonna try and shit on that. Why? Because they see you going this way, and they know they simply don't even have the balls to step a fucking foot in that direction. So they're like, man, fuck you for even feeling like you could. And that's what it is. Y'all get hated on, I'm sure, all the time from like up and coming, even within the industry, I'm sure, of just like people who don't want to see you at that spot. But it's because they don't have the balls to be at the spot. Not that they don't have the, like I said, the A to B shit. It's not that everyone wants to be at B. You know what I'm saying? No one wants to do the trek from A to B, though. So when they see you have the balls to go from A to B, like, oh, nah, fuck this person. Who the fuck does he think he is? Mm. The fuck? What, you think I can't do that shit? You're right, I can't do that shit. Fuck. <laughs> but it's like, you know, it's... I'm just super appreciative of all the fans because it's not fans. It's people who just... Yeah, make some up for yourselves. Y'all here. And listen, let me, let me say something else, right? Let me say something else. If any rapper has a fucking problem with anything that I fucking said, put that shit on wax. I'm not hearing your fucking Twitter finger shit. I'm not hearing any of that shit. Motherfuckers are grown ass men. Put that shit on wax. Ain't nobody trying to hear your fucking hurt ass on fucking Twitter. You feel me? Nah, because, you know, there's a lot of, there's a lot of rappers who want to go to social media to say shit. You know what I'm saying? But it's like, don't you have a microphone? Don't you rap? You know what I'm saying? Nah, but I do want to say something about the Xanax and Lean shit. And people, the internet wants to make it seem like me and Fredo have some problem with each other. I've never talked to Fredo. We have no Fredo problem. Santana. I wish him the best because that shit is no joke, bro. Death is no joke. You know what I'm saying? That's not a joke. Life and death is not a joke. That's why I, I stress this annex and lean shit. Because it's not a fucking joke. You can, you can, take, that sh- you can take that shit once and it, and it fuck up. You know what I'm saying? You could, you could die off of just some fucked up shit on the first time so it's not a joke i'm not up here to be like you know i was reading comments on like people's shit it's like russ was right russ got the w it's like bro someone dying is not a w you feel me like that's an l for everybody involved so uh i wish fredo the best and there's no animosity and you know i hope i hope everyone just like kind of starts taking just their life serious you feel me because it's not yeah yeah no nah, i lost a fr- i lost a friend to that shit you know what i'm saying like i had a best friend i lost a best friend to that shit where it's like it's a shame and i remember i have a conversation with him like i can't wait to be on like we're gonna do everything yeah like i'm you know we're gonna fucking live the high life with each other uh-uh. and to see him just kind of take that route and that was the last person you would think i'm talking that was the last one you would think would do it it's you kind of see that, all right, if there's someone, if, if he exists, there's a bunch of other kids who exist who are in college right now, who are in high school right now, that are like, man, you know what? That girl that I'm trying to smash is doing the, like, man, I'm, like, maybe I should do that shit to look cool. Or like, yo, I'm at my party for the first time. I, I'm trying to do that shit to look cool. But it's like, you know, that's who I'm talking to. And it's, it's just, it's not cool. Life or death, dying young is not cool. You feel me? Dying young is not fresh. Period. It's not fresh. Last question, Russ. Yeah. 2017, obviously the most exciting year. Yeah. Of your career, your life. Yeah. How are we finishing that? We got a couple months left. What's the rest of 2017 looking like for us? For us of 2017. How do you end this year? We have a super, super exciting thing happening with Red Rocks, which is
10,000 sold out in a couple of days. A couple of days. Wow. A couple of days. So, you know, that's beautiful. Uh, but you never know, bro. I'm about to go to the studio of Swiss Beats. You never know if we just have a week of Swiss Beats, like Scott's stories and shit. Man. Also, now I want to speak on the... Because uh, I'm here to clear shit up, bro. You know what I'm saying? Because I don't do the Twitter thing and shit. I'm here to clear shit up. The thing twice shit, because people are like, oh, it's a Joe Budden, Logic, Low Pump, this. First of all, I wasn't talking about Low Pump at all. Mm -hmm. Second of all, uh, the Logic shit is like, the fact that I didn't even need to say his name, you know what I'm saying? When I said rappers steal on logos, but everyone still know who the fuck I was talking about, mm. maybe he stole it then. Oh. If everyone knows who I'm talking about and I don't need to say the name, how, yeah, how do y'all, how does everyone know if you ask on the internet who stole Russ's logo, everyone would say, so it's like, it's, it's like, obviously there's some truth there then, if I don't need to say the name. And that's a real fucking, that's a real thing. That's a real thing. Stole it, like, look at the fucking logo. It's a reality. Uh, the, other, the other part about that fucking song was Belly. You feel me? Mm. Period. Because me and Belly were cool. Mm. You know, I went to the studio with Belly. He DM'd me. He's like, yo, pull up to the studio. I love your music, bro. I'm like, absolutely. I fuck with Belly. You know what I'm saying? This was back in LA, like, six months ago, a couple months ago, whatever. I go to the studio with Belly. And it was dope, he was cool, you know what I'm saying? We made a song together, it was mm -hmm. fire, it was lit. I pulled up solo, it was fresh. I did, it's cool, whatever. I see him get the shout out and y'all's Jay-Z shit. Mm -hmm. And I was like, I text him like, yo, it's crazy, like keep going, she's like, appreciate it family, whoa, whoa. It was two weeks before that shirt came out, whatever. And then he's doing like, you know, a whole bunch of like Twitter shit. Well, I'm kind of looking like, I'm cool with Belly, so I'm kind of like, I can't be about me, like. Mm -hmm. He would text me, cause he has my number, if you have a problem. You feel me? But then like the last tweet is like, yo, get at me. And then messages me with like pill emojis and shit. And just, you know, shit like that in the industry is just kind of disappointing. You feel me? Because it's like, what did he say? He was just doing a whole bunch of like Twitter talking of like, you know, yo, you're like whatever, like a whole bunch of Twitter shit. Like I'm gonna slap you, I'm gonna do this, whatever the fuck it is. Um, but it was just like super confusing to me. I didn't take it as directed at me at first because I'm like, he has my number. If he like had an issue, just I just texted him two weeks ago. Mm. He just texted me. But then he, you know, the last thing is I don't do the Twitter fingers, even though it was after 30 tweets. I, I don't do the Twitter fingers. I'll see you when I see you. Get at me. I don't know. I like that's why I'm super. I'm disappointed with that thing. So I just want to use this platform to address, mm. bro. You know, I don't really have a problem. Like if you have a problem, you can text me. I don't really have a problem. That was like super weird to me. Um, but if, I, if you have a problem, you can text me. You have my number. I just texted you two weeks ago. I don't know. Maybe he felt the shirt was offending him or like his label. Mm. I really honestly have no idea. I couldn't tell you. I couldn't speak on what someone else's issue is with me. But I wanted to clear up that whole song because people think it was about this guy. This Nah. The first two bars are about Joe Buddy. You know what I'm saying? The rapper stealing logos was Logic because everyone knows he stole my logo. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Uh, there was lines in there about Belly because it's like, bro, you're tripping. Like, just hit me up. And it was never about Lil Pump. The rest is just these little fucking cornballs who are fucking like, you know, stuck in fucking Atlanta who have been in the same place for fucking seven years who are only popping on Edgewood. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, Nipsey's a man, bro. Hell yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nipsey's a fucking genius, bro. Yeah, Nipsey's like... As far as like a Bible of music where I came from is Kendrick Lamar EP, Cushion OJ, The Marathon, The Warm Up, and So Far Gone. Right. All day. Oh, <laughs> Don't forget a little retard. 
<laughs> yeah, I'm sure this. I'm sure this interview will offend somebody. Yeah, going to be the random rapper that you do make a record with. Yeah. No, I mean I. You've done a lot of collaborations. Yeah, I got some with PNB coming up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's super dope. I got a. Uh, uh, J.I.D. Jay just sent me some Jay. fucking crazy shit. Yeah, I worked with Boss before too, so yeah. Dreamville. Yeah, he's dope. He's dope. Me and Boss have like, I be producing, so like, Boss has a bunch of beats and shit. I saw you, Khalid, and, and Black. Black. in the studio too, yeah, at some point. But we're both from Atlanta, like, we just be moving around a lot, so it's hard to like lock in. Me and Black. Black. Yeah. Me and Jesse got some shit coming up. Jesse Reyes, she's super dope. Mm. But like, I fuck with people. Like, I just have to think you're dope. It's not like I don't fuck with anyone. It's like, like, I like what the fuck I like. Man, you fuck with the rapper. We fuck with you, Absolutely. man. Absolutely. We fuck with you. Man. Nah, you know why I fuck with y'all? I'll tell you why. Because, nah, because y'all are honest and you're and you're not about the fucking clicks. If you were about the clicks, you would put up the Jay Z thing. Like Jay Z talks. You would have done these clickbait ass yeah. things, you know. In a, <laughs> yeah, speaks on the elevator, and it would have probably gotten way more views, type of shit. But y'all are just here for the coaching. Y'all are here for the truth, and you know that's what I'm about. That's why I can trust y'all enough to even come up here. I didn't have to come up here, Thank but you for coming. Nah, Thank I appreciate y'all even having me. Y'all are. Thank y'all for coming too. Everybody, give it up for Russ. Russ. Russ.